0: What is going on, everyone? It is Connor, the co-host with the most, back here with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. Um, this episode, we're going to be playing another round of Ask Twitter. We've got some various NFL topics that we put some polls out on Twitter for. Uh, they're actually still up right now if you want to go on our Twitter at Clutch Crew Sport and vote on them. But we're going to be discussing those and what our individual responses were as well as the community response. So it should be a good time. Now let me introduce you to the rest of the crew.
1: What's up, everyone? It's Zach here. Happy to be on this episode. I don't know if you'll be able to vote on them considering this is dropping on Tuesday. We're recording on Sunday, but um, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully you guys check out uh, the Twitter at Clutch creek Sport to see uh, the polls, but we'll be going over them all on this episode. It'll be a lot of fun. And
2: what's up, guys? It's Eric, the ranting co host here. And same as Zach, definitely. Glad to be back on another episode, getting these weekly podcasts consistently going again. So, uh, if you're an NFL fan, there will definitely be something for you in this episode. So, uh, stay tuned and enjoy the show, guys.
0: All right. So, yes, we are doing Ask Twitter again. So, we got eight polls this time around that we had on our Twitter page that we asked the community about. And let's get right into it. So, the first question that we had here was going to be about Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is the first season that Aaron Rodgers has had in quite a long time uh, without Devontae Adams at his side. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is the reigning back-to-back MVP. So for this poll, we just asked, how will Aaron Rodgers perform this season without Devontae Adams? And so we had the winner on this poll. If you guys are looking on YouTube, this is definitely a video that you're going to want to watch on YouTube. Um, But we have the winner on this poll with 61.5% was, they said, Pro Bowl but no MVP. Um, In second place, we had uh, with 23% said that he was going to have a good season, but no Pro Bowl or All-Pro Honors or anything like that. 11.5% said that he was going to have a big regression without Devontae Adams, and only a small 4% said he was going to have a third straight MVP. Uh, In my opinion, I definitely think the third straight MVP is out of the question. Um, I don't think anyone's been a three-time MVP like three times in a row. Um, not even Peyton Manning did that. And he's got the most MVPs in league history. So, um, but for me personally, I would say that I think he, I'm going to agree with the majority on this one. I think that I think he'll still have a Pro Bowl season. Like I, Aaron Rodgers in my mind is a top three quarterback in the league still. Um, you know, he's definitely seems like a lot of these quarterbacks, they somehow seem to get better with age. And Aaron Rodgers has been no exception. So I think he's going to have another Pro Bowl type season. Um not sure how that's really going to, you know, work for the for the Packers, if that means that they're going to, you know, go deep in the playoffs or just, you know, kind of do what they normally like to do, which is get into the win the division and then lose in the second or third round of the playoffs. Um, but I would have to agree with the majority here. Zach, what did you say about this poll?
1: On this one, I voted good season, but no honors. I got 23 percent. Um, I know he's the back-to-back MVP, but I just sense some major regression with Rodgers. He's not, you know, not a super athletic quarterback, obviously. I think there's quarterbacks that are going to, you know, more athletic quarterbacks out there than him. And then also, I losing to Adams is a huge, huge deal. I mean, he was targeted on like 35% or something like that of his passes were targeted to Adams. So, you're lose, you know, that's a major um weapon that he's losing. I just don't know with the ones that they have left on the team if I trust them at all. Uh so I think stats wise he's not gonna do very good with with the playmakers around him and then also just the regression as well. I think it's really gonna start to kick in this year.
0: Eric, what what'd you vote on this one? Uh I
2: agree with you, Connor. I voted Pro Bowl, but no MVP. I mean, first of all, just You know, looking at the quarterbacks in the NFC, there's not as many good ones as there are in the AFC, so I I think he makes the Pro Bowl easily, but I do agree that MVP is out of the question. I don't disagree with Zach about him, you know, not being as good without Devontae Adams, just with them not having as many weapons, but at the same time, I know a lot of people are talking about, like, how bad Green Bay's wide receiver core is, but... I maybe it was only one game, but I look at that game that Green Bay had last year where like the whole wide receiver room had COVID and it was against the Cardinals who were like the hottest team in the league at the time. And they Rogers still went into Arizona and beat them with like a bunch of guys off the street and his tight end got hurt in the game too. So uh, I still believe that he can get it done. I do think it's going to hurt them come playoff time when they, you know, face their better matchups, but I still think Rogers
0: is going to have a pretty good season and I, I think he'll still get a pro bowl pretty easily. For sure. All right. So definitely going to be interesting to see how that goes on. I definitely agree with Zach about the wide receiver core. It's definitely frightening, but you know, we'll see how that goes. So moving on to the next one, another quarterback poll here. So unfortunately I didn't have five options for this. Um, So we kind of had to combine uh, two of the choices on here. So It was going to be out of the five second-year quarterbacks that were taken in the first round last year, which of them will have the best season. So, of course, that means Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance. Um, The combo uh, number here of Justin Fields and Trey Lance, uh, I put them down there since they were the two, like they didn't start full-time last year, so I figured um, I I would combine them. They won the poll with 40%. Um, In a close second was Trevor Lawrence getting a third of the vote at 33.3. In third was Mac Jones at 20%. And then Zach Wilson coming in last at 6.7%. I would assume that all of us were in agreement here that we all picked Trevor Lawrence. Would I be correct in assuming that? (laughs) That's what it.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So
0: since he does play for the Jaguars, I will let Zach and Eric uh, talk about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I know our Jaguars preview came out a while ago, but just a nice little refresher for the people about Trevor Lawrence. I'll let Zach and Eric take over on this one.
1: Yeah. Ahead, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I I definitely expect a big jump. Um, I was listening to the Chris Sims podcast the other day and oh god you know, that guy <laughs> i he you know he's got a little entertaining to watch i'm you know his takes are iffy sometimes but um but anyways he was talking about how last year um re- like he would get reports from other teams coaches about you know how bad trevor lawrence looked in the pregame warm-ups and how he would throw the same out route but he would throw it seven different ways seven passes he would he wouldn't he wasn't consistent with his throwing motion and now he watched him at the hall of fame workout he was so impressed with his uh workout he was like he's gotten so much better um so I mean that I I take that stuff and I I smile it makes me smile so um (laughs) I think (laughs) I think there's a reason he was the number one overall pick and uh you know it's really gonna show this year
2: Yeah, and for me, um, if you just... I mean, Trevor Lawrence last year literally had arguably the worst NFL head coach in NFL history with Urban Meyer. I mean...
0: Urban liar. (laughs) Yeah, to to go
2: from him to a coach that's a quarterback guru that's won a Super Bowl, that alone is going to help him develop, I think. And then, you know, he's also gotten... I wouldn't, the Jaguars don't have the best talent out of these teams, out of these quarterbacks on here in terms of their, these guys supporting cast that they have. But the Jaguars definitely got better. Uh, and also, you know, Zach Wilson had that injury. We don't even, yeah, you know, I guess they're, he's, it's not a torn ACL. So he will be able to play.
0: No, it's like two to four weeks is what they said yeah, of recovery so time.
2: I don't, but I'm not the biggest believer in him. Mac Jones has, like, arguably, well, him and Lance have the best supporting cast around him, but Mac Jones has started out as more of a game manager. Lance is too much of an unknown. And Fields, there's just a lot of, I do think Fields still can be really good, but there's just a lot of drama going on in Chicago right now. And I think that's just going to hurt him. So, I agree with Zach that I, I expect Trevor to take a big leap and I would have voted for him even if I wasn't a Jack's fan. So I, it's not, just all it's not just all Jack's bias here. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, you know I voted Steelers for him and I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: for Trevor, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause I, in my opinion, like I think Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, like I don't, I'm not sure how much better both of them are going to get. Um, like the only real interesting one for me on this list besides Trevor is Trey Lance, just cause like you said, he's an unknown and Justin Fields, like, the Bears are a nightmare that still don't have an O-line, so he's going to struggle, unfortunately, for him. Um, but moving on, speaking of NFC, um, moving on to the next poll, which was, you know, I talked about this on the Panthers episode about, you know, teams going worst to first. Eric mentioned it on his Ravens preview. Um, you know, there's always – there's been, like, one team that's done this every year for the past ten seasons. Um so you know, I have a poll for each of them. We'll start with the NFC. Which NFC and which NFC team is most likely to go worst to first? Uh, coming in first with a substantial margin at sixty point nine percent was the Detroit Lions. Um, in second place was the Carolina Panthers at seventeen point four percent. The Giants came in third at thirteen percent, and the Seahawks in last at eight point seven percent. I know we're all in agreement here that we all took the Detroit Lions. Um, Zach had a really good preview about the Detroit Lions, which I completely agree. I think the Lions are a lot improved this year. Um, you know, and I definitely think the NFC North is vulnerable. If I had to pick someone other than the Lions, I would probably go with the Giants just because the NFC East is very unpredictable. But I still see the Giants as the worst team in that division. Um, and the Panthers, like, in my mind, there's no way they're going to usurp the Bucks, and the Seahawks are rebuilding. So um, I definitely think the Detroit Lions... Are the clear choice here with it, what they got going. Um, I don't know if you want to say something really quick, Zach, since you did the preview for them. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, check out that Lions preview. It's way more in-depth than this will be. But, yeah, they're a team that obviously, you know, they're, they're going to play the Bears twice a year so they can feast on that. Vikings, they're always close against the Packers. Um, they're just a team to watch out for. I'm not saying they're going to, you know, be a Bengals team, go to the Super Bowl that'd be crazy to to predict. Um, (laughs) but you know, they're a team I think that can really make things interesting. And, uh, out of these options that would, that was easily what I would go with. Um, 61% said agreed as well. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's, um, it's it's kind of weird to be talking about the lions as being potentially good, but you know, here we are talking about the Detroit lions and, you know, I, I hope for their sake that they do it. You know, I like to, I've always liked to root for the Lions because they're one of those underdog teams. So, you know, who knows? But moving on to the AFC now, which is, you know, where the three of us have our fanship uh, about which of these teams will go worst to first. Another huge majority on this one with the Baltimore Ravens in first place at 67 percent. The Jets and the Broncos tied at 13.3 percent. And then unfortunately, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars in last place at 6.7 percent. Um, I personally went with the Ravens. I think the y'all two probably did as well, unless one of you picked the Broncos, But I know neither of us, despite us we have having jag fan, Jags fans on here. I don't think anyone picked the Jags or the Jets. No yeah, I, I took the Ravens,
1: yeah, same Ravens,
0: yeah. So for this one, you know, the Ravens obviously have the clear edge here given that you know a lot of people thought they were going to win the division last year they just had a a lot of rash of injuries um the broncos are just competing in a way too tough division in my mind to get any traction going um you know they the afc west is a crapshoot and i think unfortunately even though i still think they're a good team i think they're the worst of those four teams but who knows you never know what's going to happen there and then the Jets are just like, you know, the Dolphins and the Bills are going to be at the top of that division. There's no way, especially with Zach Wilson having injury problems. There's no way the Jets are going to do it. And, um, you know, I could maybe see the Jaguars somewhat doing it because I think the South is a little vulnerable if the Jaguars can really get it together. But I think the Jaguars probably need at least another year before they're true division contenders. So. Um, Eric did the the Ravens preview on this one. So I'll let him, uh, talk a little bit about the Ravens here. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll do like Zach, you know, with his Lions one, you know, and shout
2: out my Ravens preview, you know, definitely, <laughs> definitely go and check that out as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, Connor summed this up pretty well. I mean, I will have to say, honestly, with the NFC, I don't think any of those teams really have a chance, but. Lions, maybe that's why I voted for them, but the AFC is where I could see it happening more so. Um, but yeah, with the Ravens, I mean, with Lamar Jackson getting hurt and missing a lot of games toward the end of the season, and even just with all the injuries that they had even before the season started last year, and they still started off as good as they did, I, I think the Ravens are primed to do it, and especially with you know, Watson getting suspended and it could possibly go longer, and e- even if it if his suspension doesn't change, like he could be hella rusty whenever he does come back. And by the time he gets in a groove, I think it'll be too late. So I, I don't see the Browns winning the division. You know, the Steelers, I would really like their team, but I don't like their quarterback situation. And you've got to have good quarterback play quarterback I just, away. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Pickett, you know, obviously is still a, you know, truly an unknown. And, but in Mitch Trubisky, we've seen him and he, you know, we know he's not good. So then the only other team is the Bengals and, you know, there could always be the possibility that maybe they get the Super Bowl hangover or there could always be the possibility that their season was a fluke. I'm not saying that it is, but, you know, there's just possibilities there. So um, definitely think the Ravens have the best chance to pull this off for sure.
0: Yeah. I sure hope that doesn't happen, but you know, I can't, I can't like
2: let (laughs) like let any of these other seven teams pull it off and
0: not the Ravens. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, You know, I, I almost feel like, uh, you know, I don't like the Bengals either, but I'd almost rather them still win the division because you know, I, I mean, okay. Obviously I hope the Steelers win, but I'm not as hopeful for them winning it. So, uh, let's keep the Ravens down, you know? Okay. So moving on to the next one. Um, so there was a lot of you know different free agent signings this year. A lot of people moved around. Uh, one of the biggest positions where there was a lot of shakeup was the wide receiver position, obviously. And I did want to go with kind of more free agent wide receivers because you know obviously we all know Devonte Adams and Tyree Kill are going to have big impacts on their new teams. But I thought it would be good to you know go with some of the uh, lower wide receivers who you know were just kind of picked up in free agency. And which one of them would have the biggest impact on their new team? Now, interestingly enough, there was a three-way tie on this one for second. Allen Robinson had the most votes at 50%. But then Juju Smith-Schuster, Julio Jones, and Christian Kirk all tied uh, for second with 16.7%. Now, I personally went with Allen Robinson. Um, You know, I I actually have a Rams video that's going to be coming out in here the day after this comes out. And I mentioned that, you know... I definitely think Alan Robinson is not getting enough credit just because of how he performed last year. But I definitely think that was more a product of the bears mm-hmm. rather than it being a product of him. You know, he's had a couple, you know, thousand yard seasons on the bears playing with Mitch Trubisky and, you know, playing underneath Matt Nagy and all that stuff. And just kind of last year was kind of like a culmination of just bad things going on. So, you know, definitely that he's going to get to move to LA. He's going to get to, you know, have a, all pro quarterback throwing in the ball. He's going to have a really good receiver on the other side of him. So he's not going to be drawing double teams every play. And, you know, I definitely think he's an upgrade over Odell Beckham Jr. As well, you know, Odell might still end up going back to the Rams, but Allen Robinson in my mind is the clear wide receiver two on that team. Um, and I think he's going to have the biggest impact over these other three. I don't know what you guys think about this one. I'll let uh, Zach go first on this one
1: yeah, so my uh, my votes are showing on the screen here, but um <laughs> I I picked Kirk. I read this question more as uh, the biggest impact is what I voted it off of not necessarily the best of these guys because you know the the Rams already have Cooper cup who, had the you know most receiving yards last year so triple crown baby <laughs> yeah. so i mean that you know he's expected to to be really good on that team kirk is coming to the jaguars i think he's gonna have a bigger role on the team than than all of these other guys do um juju just doesn't do it for me julio i think he'll be better definitely be a lot better than he was last year he seems to already have a good connection with brady and like training camp but uh, to me, Kirk, but he also got the same problem with um, people ahead of him on the depth chart. So that's why I went with Kirk. I think he's going to um, really just have a real big impact on Trevor this year. It's going to kind of go both ways. I think they're both going to kind of get the spotlight shown on them a lot more. Eric, how about you? Uh,
2: yeah, I just, I agree with Connor again on this one. Um, I'd say Robinson as well. And I, I, I don't disagree with what Zach is saying. I, I do expect Christian Kirk to be good for the Jags, but not only do I think Allen Robinson is like the best out of these four receivers at this point in time, I do think he's still going to have the biggest impact. I mean, this is literally going to be the first year in Allen Robinson's career where he's had a real quarterback throwing him the ball.
0: You mean he, Blaine you know, Gabbert Con-
2: wasn't a real quarterback? Connor mentioned uh, <laughs> Connor <laughs> mentioned the Bears quarterbacks, but he also forgot to mention Blake Bortles, uh, who he also had throwing him the ball. Did he have
0: Blaine Gabbert at one point, too?
2: <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I, I think Gabbert was gone by the time he got drafted. But regardless, he finally has a true quarterback to throw in the ball. And, like, you know, with Cooper Cup being there, you know, like Connor said, A. Rob's not going to be getting these double teams anymore, and I think that's going to allow him to flourish. And you know, he had a couple really good seasons with the Jags, a couple pretty good seasons with the Bears, but I think he has the potential to for this to be like the best season he's had in his career. So, uh, you know, since he was a former Jag, I'm I'm excited to see how he does. I am a big fan of Allen Robinson as a player, so uh, excited to see what he does this year. And I think he will have the biggest impact on their new team out of these four choices
0: (laughs) (laughs) for sure man uh yeah it's i'm sure as i know it's one of those things as uh fans of teams you always look back on some of these players that you got rid of and you wish you would have kept them i know alan robinson's one of those players for you yeah well
2: the, the problem with the jaguars like back at that time and the tom coughlin era there was nobody wanted to stay so i i don't think it was so much that jacksonville was like oh we don't want him Get him out of here. I think it was more yeah. like his contract was up, and he was like, "No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know."
2: Just, but you know, just got Jalen con- Ramsey, Onik, and Gawkway, you know, like He's got to
0: continue all- the trend of the Jags and Rams swapping players. You know,
2: yeah, um. <laughs> I mean, Dante Fowler. All these were just like, yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. Screw it." And hopefully, that <laughs> this is a trend that will start changing now. But
0: <laughs> hey, well, but, you got Darius yeah, Williams I, from the you got Darius Williams from the Rams, so maybe you can pull in some more of their their players. Like bring in, you know, uh, Cooper Culp, Cooper, Culp. Aaron. (laughs) okay all right so moving on to the next one so um a player coming off injury last year derrick henry you know king henry uh two straight rushing titles before and and a two thousand yard season before he got hurt last year still ended up finishing ninth in the league in rushing yards despite missing over half the season um so the question here is going to be how will derrick henry perform after coming back from injury so he had a foot injury, which for a running back of his status is pretty significant. Um, so the choice here in first place at 60% was that he would have 1,000 yards, but no rushing title. So, you know, probably hovering somewhere around the 13 1,400-yard range. Um, still a really good season, but, you know, not at the top. In second place with 27% was another rushing title. So um, definitely expectations for the 26% there. And then tied for third at seven percent was under a thousand yards or get injured again. Um, like since you know, like I said, it was an injury in his foot, so it's possible that he could somehow do something to re-injure it. Uh, but in my opinion, I went with the majority here, saying that he would get a thousand yards but no rushing title. Like I still think he's going to be really good. I don't know if I see him getting back to that same level just because of the nature of the injury that he had. You know, had it been something like he injured his shoulder or injured his arm or something, I'd say, oh, he's fine. Like, you know, he he'll be able to run at the same pace. But injuring his foot, just especially given the style of runner he is, that he's a really angry runner, as my dad likes to call him. um, I definitely think that injury is going to hamper him a little bit. And I think the Titans are just going to regress a little bit this year. So I'm going to take with the majority. Eric, what would you say? Yeah, I said the same thing. I mean, cuz not not
2: only is he coming off the injury, he's starting to get to that age where running backs typically start to regress a little bit anyways, especially running backs that are you know pure like RB1s that don't they're not like in a committee or anything like that where they're seeing like 95% of the running back touches and stuff like that and I just think the Titans worked him too hard over the years and I don't know. I mean, I know he didn't look good in that playoff game when he came back, but I do know at the same time he was, you know, trying to rush back and he probably was not a hundred percent yet. So I'm sure with the off season he's fine now, but I think the Titans really need to be careful and I think they should have done a better job trying to, you know, get another running back to like spell him and compliment him at times and try to not force it to him so much. But I mean, I definitely think he could get the rushing title, but I, I don't know. I worry if they like, if he pushes too hard for that, then it's going to be more so to get injured again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I voted 1000 yards, but no title. I, I, that's kind of where I see him at, but uh, Zach, what if I see your vote here? So tell the viewers what you
1: pick. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I picked the uh, rushing title. I think, you know, he, like Connor mentioned, he'd done it before he was on pace to do it again before the injury. Um, and then that happened, like you, like Eric said, that playoff game, people are going to overreact. He was definitely not ready to play in that. It was more like forcing it because it's the playoffs. So, um, I don't read too much into that. Modern medicine's getting better with these injuries. Um, guys are able to come back and, you know, get the burst that they had before, even with these bad injuries that they have. So, I'm not so, so worried. It is something to consider, but it's not the deal breaker for me. And then mainly just no other team uh, aside from maybe the Ravens or the 49ers, Seahawks, uh, Colts, you know, those are no other team than the Titans, you know, likes values running the football as much as they do. So I think he's just going to get so many carries um and you know he's deserving of it cuz he's you know he's a guaranteed like 4 yards it feels like so um that's how the Titans offense is set to run i think if he doesn't get injured um i think he's definitely going to get the rushing title
0: yeah he's certainly a guaranteed 4 yards in madden when he's got his x factor <laughs> activated um, uh. but, <clears throat> but yeah i definitely agree with you on that and like you said i think you know no other team besides maybe the ravens like like you said, really values the running game as much as the Titans do. So I could definitely see it happening. So definitely be interesting to watch moving on now, you know, every year we always have to talk about which head coaches are going to get fired, who is on the hot seat. So I figured I would throw out the early before the season, which NFL head coach is most likely to be fired next season. Uh, Coming in first with 44% of the vote was Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, In second, at 37.5%, was Matt Rule, the head coach of the Panthers. In third, with 12.5%, was Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts. And in last place, with 6%, was Robert Sala, the head coach of the New York Jets. Now, I personally went for Matt Rule just because I think, you know, the Panthers, they really need to get something done this season. They've, you know, they had some expectations when he came in about, you know, potentially competing for a playoff spot. Now, it's not entirely his fault given that, you know, Christian McCaffrey's been hurt and, you know, they've had obviously, you know, they've brought in a couple quarterbacks that didn't exactly live up to expectations, you know, with Sam Darnold. And then, of course, like they tried to bring back Cam Newton last year too, and that didn't really work out. So, um, but for me this year, like I think having Baker Mayfield and, you know, if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, given, that they have this young defense and, you know, these weapons on offense, I really think they need to try They need to make a push for the playoffs. And in my mind, if they don't make the playoffs, I think for sure that he's going to be gone. And I do think I talked about this in my Panthers video, that if the Panthers get late in the season and they're out of the playoff race, I could see him being one of those coaches that gets fired before the year's even done. So uh, in my mind, I think he's the most likely, but I'll let Zach, since we you know we can see his vote. Uh, Zach took McCarthy, so what do you think about McCarthy, Zach?
1: Yeah, I, mainly it, I picked McCarthy because I feel like it's almost a lock that Jerry Jones is going to hire Sean Payton to be their head coach, and it doesn't really unless McCarthy like gets a Super Bowl or something crazy like that. Um, that you never, you
0: never know. He fired Jimmy Johnson after two Super Bowls, So he might, but
1: they, but they've, um, that would
0: be insane.
1: They've been in love with Sean Payton for a while. Um, actually they were, they tampered with him that didn't, it didn't get proven or anything, but everybody knows it happens around the league. Um, they've tried to get Sean Payton from the saints before now that he's retired and still under contract with the teams so a lot. They'll have to work out a trades, um, package, but trade for a coach. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I, I think that's why I picked Mike McCarthy. I think actually a, a close, uh, second that didn't make the list would be Lovey Smith just cause the Texans, um, <laughs> you know, they
0: like to fire coaches after one year for some reason. That, that's yeah. kind of why I didn't include him, but I, I forgot to account for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's, seen by many anyways as like uh just sort of you know oh he's not a long-term answer like to a, best an, to inter,
2: an interim coach yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: this is what he feels like to me but um yeah, but well, erica I'll, I'll be
2: i'll be fine if that happens and i with frank reich on the list i'll be fine if he gets fired too uh <laughs> let's go ahead and get mike grable on there <laughs> i don't know why those coaches weren't on there no just kidding um i i i I've been agreeing with Connor all night on these. Uh, I went with Matt Will too, <laughs> mainly just because, uh, you know, of the expectations again. I mean, I could maybe see him getting one more year after this, but just from what he's done so far, I just haven't seen enough to believe that he can really make it as an NFL coach. I mean, one thing that's already really dumb right now that he's doing is having this whole, like, quarterback battle thing between uh, – <laughs> uh Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. I mean, we saw Urban Meyer do the same garbage last year with Trevor and Minshew and all that and like when it's when it's the one case of one quarterback is obviously better than the other one, it's like why are you doing this QB competition? You know, why are, it makes no sense. You, you you brought in a guy through a trade like halfway through the off-season. He already hasn't had a lot of time with the team and then you're splitting his reps yeah, you're only letting him get half the reps that he, when he should be getting all of the starter reps. So just qu- decisions like that just make me not be a believer in him. And you know, whereas I feel like the Panthers have some talent on their team, but I just worry they're not going to be very good because i'm just I'm just not a believer in Matt rule. i I do agree with Zach on McCarthy though. like I can see Jerry Jones. I didn't know i didn't I haven't paid attention about the Sean Payton thing. I guess I should have known about that. but at the same time, uh, Jerry Jones is a little weird. Like sometimes he'll give coaches a ton of time. Like, he, like he gave Jason Garrett like so a reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why he gave him so much time. It was, it eventually got to a point where it was pretty obvious that he wasn't going to get the job done. But you know, Mike McCarthy, I don't, I know he did like him, and you know he'd had a lot of success with Green Bay and stuff. So I feel like Jerry Jones could give him more time if the Sean Payton thing doesn't work out, but. Um, but yeah, I, I still voted Matt rule and honestly, I won't be surprised if both of them get fired, but (laughs) Matt Matt was my vote. so Yeah. I won't like it. If, uh, if the Cowboys have a bad year and I mean, she might be okay if McCarthy gets fired, obviously because of that, but, uh, Jerry Jones seems to keep it consistent in the organization. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she just nodded her head head and gave me a thumbs up as I said that. So
0: she agrees. Uh, (laughs) Eric's not sleeping on the couch tonight. (laughs) I'm sleeping in the bed, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But moving on to the last one here, um, just the last one I think was just kind of a fun one I wanted to come up with. You know, not really on the field related, but, you know, there's been a lot of shift in the uh, broadcasting this year. And I just wanted to go with, you know, which NFL broadcasting team was the worst. Um, So taking first place was the ESPN broadcasting crew, which this year is going to be Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Um, Coming in second with 31% was the Fox crew. Uh, It's a new crew with Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. And third at 12.5% was NBC, which will be having Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth this year. Mike Tirico replacing Al Michaels. And then it lasts at 6% was the only one that stayed the same CBS with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Uh, I personally went with ESPN here just because I cannot stand Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Like I, I don't like Chris, Chris Collinsworth probably is my single least favorite, but just the combination of Joe Buck and his like complete unenthusiastic commentary most of the time. And same with Troy Aikman, like they're just boring. And Joe Buck kind of says stupid stuff half the time too. And, I don't know. It seems like ESPN just likes to have this run of having bad commentators. You know, they, they had the whole like Jason Witten and, you know, rotating person that he was with. And then they had the like three commentators that for the past couple of years. And it seems like they just keep misfiring on these commentating duos and, I'm gonna be watching a lot of uh, Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli to get away from listening to those two bozos every week. Uh, <laughs> I, I was um, gonna ask
2: if I was gonna ask if Peyton and Eli were doing it again because see, I, I voted oh, they, for, yeah I voted for Fox because I forgot about Joe Buck and Troy Aikman moving to ESPN. I I forgot that they weren't on Fox anymore, so I officially <laughs> changed my vote to ESPN. I that. <laughs> because I agree, man, like, Chris Collinsworth is the worst commentator out of all of them, like, but at least, like, when Al Michaels was on there, like, he made it
0: respectable, and I could at least listen to him, yeah. but like, Tariko's really good, too, who's his replacement, so it's like, you know, it makes yeah, up for it. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: and then, like, CBS, like, I, like, romo has been a little weirder the last couple seasons, but he's still pretty good, and obviously, like, Jim Nance is a classic, but yeah, I, I changed my vote to ESPN, because I don't know, why Troy Aikman, like, always, like, he always he's the worst commentator at like saying things that like sound dirty but aren't but they man if you just like (laughs) listen he always says stuff like putting it in the hole or like pulls it out (laughs) as he's about to come he said one time (laughs) (laughs) like that like and then joe buck like is just so boring there's like the one clip where like a like in the i think it was in like the 90s or two early 2000s but like a eagles returner like Somebody Mitchell was like taking a kickoff or a touchdown, and he was just like, Mitchell, Mitchell. Mitchell, Annie's down at the 20. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy just ran, like, 80 yards on a kickoff, and that was the most enthusiasm you could put. I don't know. They're trash. So <laughs> I changed my vote to ESPN, whatever the percentage. It, it's actually higher than 50% now because I've
1: been <laughs> Zach, what sorry about for, like, the
2: mini. Sorry for, like, the mini rant tangent there or whatever.
1: <laughs> I'll always love a good Eric rant, but yeah, <laughs> you guys are disrespecting the gold jacket duo. Of Aikman <laughs> Buck because Buck got in the Hall of Fame now. I don't well, know if you say te- that.
0: Technically, technically he's not in the Hall of Fame. He got like some honor where he was like honored by the Hall for a year, but he's not
1: actually in the Hall of Fame thing. Um, and, and
0: Troy and Troy Aikman's not in the Hall of Fame because of his commentary,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> I I agree with what you say about um the uh, the Joe Buck stuff, but I, fall, I I don't mind Troy just because he's he always seems to me like he's honest with his his takes he's not a cowboy suck up he never really was which i appreciated Um, like kirk
0: herbstreit with ohio state
1: yeah um and, and so i think espn honestly their problem has been not giving guys enough time to do the broadcasting it's like I get that they're getting all this hate for all these bad people, but they never really give them time to to get started and, and they keep just switching it up too much. But I went with Fox because I feel like besides, and also too, I kind of based my vote on the whole cat. I, I didn't, I did, I factored in like sideline people too. Um, but, mm. um, and then with Fox and CBS, like some of their, their other ones that, are announcing but not the main game yeah so (laughs) but with Fox in my opinion other than what what they had going on with Troy and Joe they just did not do a good job with their other broadcasters and now they're paying the price because Greg Olson I'm just not a fan of Greg Olson whenever I've heard him so now that he's their main guy it's like geez I, I don't know He's a bit biased, Maybe.
0: too. Like, I, I found oh, like it's because yeah. it's not even like towards the Panthers or anything either. It's like towards like the Patriots and like Tom Brady. I found he's like super biased towards them most of the time.
2: Isn't yeah. Uh, sorry for interrupting. Isn't it cute to leave on Fox, too?
1: He is. Okay, and that, is. that, that, that factored into my out. vote as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can make jokes about. You know, maybe, maybe I change my bug. Butt
0: back to Fox. I don't know,
1: but to leave, <laughs> to leave is the worst of the worst. But he is really bad.
0: I forgot about him. He's like. He's yeah, unblessable. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. Well, it's unfortunate for you guys that it's a reason why he was like usually calling like the Jags and like, you know, Texans games or whatever, because like he's the worst one. So they had to put him on like the quote unquote worst game or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I hope his <laughs> Jaguars are there. usually
2: on CBS, though. Thank God. So it's only when we play like NFC teams that we'll get the Fox. But mm-hmm. oh, God. but now aren't they?
1: um <laughs> This is going long, but aren't they now doing away with that where it's it's um, it's going to just be like week one CBS gets the first pick Fox gets the second and then it rotates and then vice oh, versa. I,
2: I haven't heard about that. that I, I didn't I,
1: know. I thought I heard something about that. Maybe it's not taking effect until like next year or something, but I could have sworn I heard like they're going away with the. Uh, afc nfc loyalties oh for
0: no, that. no no <laughs> <laughs> I no mean, yeah. i'm doing. on a, i'm honestly not a fan if they do that just because like i mean i guess i was just so used to like you know i never usually watch games on fox half the time so i'm always stuck with the panthers game on fox but like you know I don't know. It would just be be kind of weird come playoff time, I think, if that happened, because, you know, I'm so used to like, okay playoffs like AFC is going to be CBS and NFC is going to be Fox. So maybe I'm not like it'd just be weird if they did that. But um, really quickly, before we wrap this up to Eric's point about the Peyton and Eli thing, they signed a contract through like 2024. So they're going to be doing it for a little while here, which, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I I love it. The banter they have and how they just have no filter going on on the show most of the time (laughs) um agreed so yeah it'll get me away from joe buck and troy aikman but (laughs) thanks guys so much for listening uh if you haven't uh left your thoughts down on these polls if oh i guess i shouldn't say that again because it's coming on tuesday but uh if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet make sure you do subscribe to the channel hit that bell so you can get notified for all our new videos um, we're getting down. We're down to like 10 NFL teams left on our preview. So make sure you guys check those out. If you've, your team has been done and you haven't checked it out, make sure to go back and watch that and keep an eye out for the remaining 10 teams that will be coming out in the weeks coming before the, league's, the new league season starts. So thank you guys so much for watching. And until then, we will see you guys next time. Be clutch. Peace.